0: We should definitely record ourselves singing. We have beautiful... Voices.
1: Yeah, everyone would love to hear us sing. That would be a high demand.
0: Did it... So let's not say this weekend to you, like, you could sing, Sophie, and I was like... You no, know, like, her mic got turned off every time she was in musicals. Like, when you were in musicals and stuff, Remember Oh, when, my
1: gosh, yeah. Yeah, right, your- right. No, no, yeah, that was it. It was like, no, Sophie, you can sing. You were in musicals. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's when you're like, no, like, her mic was off. <laughs> you like, uh,
0: it was, like, very a la Lizzie McGuire. Yes, <laughs> like,
1: it was. You were, like, Pablo. <laughs> I was <laughs> Pablo. Like, I was the Pablo of J.J. Of Pierce High School chorus. Of the forced,
0: in, uh, the forced uh, senior, senior year.
1: musicals. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I mean, I was only in two, but, um. You stole the show in... Sideshow?
0: No. The circus one? The, no, the one where you... Oh, the one I can never remember
1: the name of? Yeah. The Dirty on Steve Martin
0: movie? Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Hmm. Were you pretended that that girl in our grade was your child on a backpack? Oh my god, I
1: love that. I felt like I... That, I was the star of that scene for sure. Yeah, that was fun. I had, like... I borrowed Katie O'Brien's, like, Juicy Couture sweatsuit... And had like huge sunglasses on, and like yeah, was an obnoxious mom with a child on a leash.
0: Yeah, but it was funny because it was like
1: a. She was also a senior.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> like she was also an adult, and but like on a leash, and like we got like Cheerios involved, <laughs> and she would like throw them into the eye. It's like the whole thing where she does. So there was a lot of business, the as they
0: say in the industry. There was a lot of going on. <laughs> yeah, and didn't exactly. speak.
1: But oh my god, yeah, I yeah, very, very
0: funny, <laughs> random. As we're doing a special episode, I thought we'd give a special memory tour. To oh my God. Listeners, let us yes. get to know us more. Hi, I'm Sophie. And I'm Maddie. And welcome to Single Best Seeming. This week, we're doing something very special for y'all. Mm-hmm. This is our Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving special. <laughs> Woo! Yay! When we do our intros, I feel like uh, that SNL sketch with Kristen Wiig. Yes! And um, Fred over where they're yes. like...
1: They're um, the singing couple in Magic Flutters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I actually, in my friends, did like a performance-y, improv show thing one night. And me and my friend Kristen did that... Is it Cat and Garth? Yeah, it might be Cat and Garth. We did, like, Cat and Garth and, like, did I, like, making up a song and, like, trying to mimic... It was really fun. (laughs)
0: It it seems really fun. It's just so funny to us when we do... Because the sign-off's obviously easier. We know where we're going. But the beginning is, is always funny. I also will say that, you know, we're at, like, six months of doing this Mm, podcast.
1: Just about. Just about six
0: months. And at the beginning, we were, like, finishing bottles of wine Mm -hmm. during the recording, and now we've switched to um, hot tea. Hot tea is now where we're at. Yeah, so... This um, podcast was either going to give us a drinking problem, or we had to switch (laughs) it up. Seriously,
1: seriously. Something had to change.
0: But as we said at the beginning, we're going to do a Thanksgiving special. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, about Thanksgiving specials.
0: About Thanksgiving specials. So this Turn episode will be, um, I guess, spoiler, spoilers included as normal. But we're going to give yeah. y'all just our takes on some of the Internet's rated uh-huh. best Thanksgiving episodes yeah. of TV shows we've seen.
1: And all of these shows have been out for, like, a really long time. So if we spoil something, like, kind of minor in season yeah. two of Grey's, like, you live with it. Yes, Like, yes. it's fine. Like, and nothing, nothing I don't think in any of these episodes actually is, like, a big, um, wow moment drop. Except for maybe And This Is Us. This, that's what I was but... gonna say. This Is Us
0: has a lot of reveals. yeah. In that episode, but it's in season five. So, like, if you don't know. <laughs> right.
1: Some of, if you're, like,
0: just now starting This Is Us, maybe when uh-huh. we get to that segment, like, skip through it. But yeah. that's the only one that has any sort of, um...
1: Spoilers.
0: But, I mean, the show is called Single Best Scene, not spoiler-free
1: scenes.
0: (laughs) So, so should we jump into our first show? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. uh, The first one we're going to cover is Friday Night Lights, Season 4, Episode 13, titled Thanksgiving. Um, Just a brief synopsis is, The Taylors host Thanksgiving dinner. Julie and Landry receive an interesting proposition. Tim makes a difficult decision. East Dillon rallies against the Lions. So, If you want to watch Friday Night Lights, it can be found on Hulu, but Sophie, did you watch Friday Night Lights? Have you seen the show?
1: Of course. Saw the show in high school. Um, We might have seen it together, actually. Um, I got really into Friday Night Lights
0: in college, but, like, freshman year of college, yeah. My freshman year roommate, shout out to Carrie, after watching, like, nine seasons of Wonder Hill, was like, do you mind if we maybe watch, like, my favorite show? And I was like, ugh, I guess. And then, like, fully, (laughs) like, became obsessed.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, I... I mean, okay, maybe, maybe it was a college thing. I mean, I don't really remember, but I, we definitely, like, watched the whole show
0: together, too. Yeah.
1: Um, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, love Friday Night Lights. I, it's not one that I've rewatched ever. Um, since finishing it, my mom did watch the whole show and she called it unrealistic, which scathing reviews from Trish could be its own (laughs) show. Um, But I love Friday Night Lights, and this episode definitely made me, like, nostalgic for the show, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, Coach Taylor and Tammy and, like, the town Uh and everything. Um, My fun fact, my uncle, great uncle, coached at the school, like, two years before the The writer who came to like write about the town wrote so Mm -hmm. maybe that's why my mom feels like she has like inside insider knowledge insider knowledge right of the town and like you know Texas football that whatever I thought it was super sweet Um, I loved him. Oh, I loved him. Tim Riggins is one of my like OG TV crushes, uh-huh. and, which is of course classic early two thousands girl not understanding what a toxic relationship is right. of us to love him or for me at least I loved him. But um, I know I feel <laughs> like it's twenty twenty, but still have a soft spot for him.
0: I feel like it's so on brand for me. Like every TV show, like if there's a bad guy and a good guy, I'm like mm-hmm. Team Dean over Jess team Brandon over Dylan Ooh. in oh. so like it should be shocking to no one that like <laughs> while I find him to be so hot oh, I have been yes. Matt Saracen's number one fan like oh. Matt is my dream
1: guy I never cared about Matt although his role in this episode was good I really liked his little plot it was like a good use of like a segue for his character in the mm-hmm. show and like kind of to tie up him and Julie's thing um, because it was, like, back to the holidays. So, that that really did make sense for, I thought, right. for this
0: episode. So, um, would you say this, in terms of, like, the Thanksgiving landscape, would you recommend people watch this episode if they want to get in the mood for the
1: holiday? Um... Yes, it was definitely like Tammy has to host Thanksgiving. So like there is actual Thanksgiving things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um plus you get a lot of in this time in the real world, a lot of like rival football games, like rival football game season, right? My college was recently as well. So if you're also sort of in that zone, they have this is cause I had to go back and like reread some like I did I definitely watched I had to watch recaps. Oh, Gilmore Girls, oh. there's, there like, Netflix has a season-by-season, season, like, 60-second oh, cool. recap that the town weirdo guy, Kirk, Kirk narrates. Oh, okay. And so I, I had to do that for Gilmore Girls, because it's really been a million years. But I don't think I did that for Friday Night Lights, but I did have to kind of, like, re-remember things. In this season, Coach Taylor is coaching for that other, that he's new, yeah, East still in the new school that they make right yeah. it's like a whole new school
0: so one of my notes that i just put like before breaking down this thanksgiving episode was there's like a random Friday Night Light thought which is that they made us love dylan mm-hmm. season one through three mm-hmm. and then somehow in season four and five made them the villains yeah. that you're like then like they're the terrible ones they're the rich preppy mm-hmm. like they like really were able to like create a new show when that main cast like smash right. and matt and yeah. Lila and Tyra and all of them graduated. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so smart. And, like, I'll say I have tried to rewatch Friday Night Lights because I used, before we did the podcast, would do like rewatches on my Instagram, right. which people loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to do Friday Night Lights, but season one is really slow. Mm-hmm. And watching this random episode in season four, it's the first time I've watched yeah. an episode. I mean, I watched the one where Matt's dad died because it's just really good okay. TV. Um, but this was the first one where I was like, damn, I miss. This town, I miss yeah, these people, I miss this type football, of storytelling.
1: Like, yeah, yeah.
0: And like, I don't like football at all. But no, I but was like really the, for the them. like
1: atmosphere yeah. that they create on the show of like it well, just seems so quaint. Like, also, if
0: you could boil down every single football game to be about five to nine minutes, which is what we get in like yeah. private lights, I
1: would love football. Football is great in five to nine minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> the highlights, um, that's all we want. And like the parents and the cheerleaders and the band doing their little thing in, like little baby clips. Like, yeah,
0: I will say and like what I noticed throughout watching these is, like, this, Fr- like, Friday Night Lights episode of Thanksgiving, because I was, like, this isn't really heavy, heavy Thanksgiving. Yeah. But also, it's, like, the one that kind of sells, like, even the season. Like, yes. they're wearing coats. They're, yes. like, they're even just, like, selling the fact mm-hmm. that it's fall. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, like, if you're if you're looking for something to watch this Thanksgiving and, yes. like, your family has seen it, it's, like, a good one to put yes. on. Like, yes, it, is. it is a really good one, but it's crazy that it's a se- season finale.
1: It is? Yeah, it was
0: the season four finale. So they were, like winding up a lot of story well, too so it was like a it fast I thought it was like
1: sort of dramatic for a mid-season finale
0: no yeah so season four oh, and five were only 13 episodes mm, so okay. I just thought like crazy that they did this but also it makes sense in what you were saying with like football season kind of being like this is mm-hmm. rival games have either just happened or I don't yeah. know anything about football but yeah,
1: yeah, they, it's usually the, fall. the drama at the end yeah. yeah
0: so um did you take any kind of overall notes or quotes or anything about this episode I didn't, I didn't pull
1: any, like, I mean, nothing I haven't already said, um, no, no direct quotes, but, um, definitely I, you know, loved seeing, you know, Tammy and Coach Taylor doing their thing. Yeah. Um,
0: I have a lot of notes, so I'm going to read them and then if- Let's do it. And if it's not great, we can just edit that out, (laughs) which is the name of our other podcast. Um, I love Matt Saracen in all caps Mm -hmm. and the Matt Julie- awkward when she shows up was, like, very realistic to me.
1: That was super realistic. Uh, Tammy Taylor is a queen okay, icon also, and a
0: legend. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember... I can tell you exactly what happened because I was devastated. Matt and Julie broke up because his dad died and he wanted to go to art school in mm-hmm. Chicago, but mm-hmm. he just left. Mm-hmm. And, like, they went to a concert. No, I remember this. Oh.
1: I was gonna ask, because his mom gets dementia, right?
0: No. His grandma's always had dementia. Oh, the
1: grandma has always had dementia. Yeah. Because that's why when she was, like... No, Stacy, like Matt's not here. Yeah. I was like, do they know she has dementia yet?
0: No, so maybe I the think whole time. she just was okay. always this level. I think it got like, per- like a worse a And then worse. his mom came in and took care of the grandma.
1: Okay, okay. In
0: okay. season four, I think is when his mom like became a character. Right. On the
1: show. I just couldn't remember if like this was supposed to be like planting seeds of like maybe she has dementia or we already knew. Her. No, but okay. I do have
0: a note to say about that when we get to another <laughs> episode later on. But. Um, sorry I said to interrupt you and like yell no, no, at Matt no, and I relationship. You. Um I did love the conversation Tammy and Coach had about all the random people coming over for Thanksgiving dinner. Like <laughs> yes. it felt very like oh, actual
1: couples talking. My like, mom had this conversation with me two hours ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did
0: really enjoy that. Um Vince and Jess are cute. Like I was very happy to have them on uh this it was, like, a very good episode for Tim, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It, like, showed a really... It was a really smart way to write him out of the show. Mm-hmm. And to show how much he's grown.
1: Yes. And it was also nice that Tim got, finally got an... Ep- and I don't know. I'm sure there's others. But, like, Tim got an episode where he was the good guy the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, let's all dr- watch the slow moving train wreck of Tim Riggins like fuck something else up it was more like he was really just the good guy doing his own thing the whole like the whole episode
0: yeah so when I worked at Austin Television Festival I got to meet the actor who plays Luke Cafferty mm-hmm. and he was so kind mm-hmm. gave me a huge hug mm-hmm. just thought I would shout that out Aww. for our, I always liked his character yeah um and then I did laugh out loud the only quote that I wrote down was when Matt took Julie to their special place and yep. she was like is this special because you deflowered <laughs> me here which I just thought that conversation was very funny. Mm-hmm. And it's just wild that Matt, like, ghosted Julie to break up with her yes. after they'd been dating for so long. And then, like, of course, East Dylan wins and everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. And the voiceover kind of does what the audience has done, which is, like, we're bummed that Dylan is, like, now no longer a part of this. But, like, you have to give it to Coach Taylor and yeah. to his team for fighting, which is yeah, what yeah. we've been feeling.
1: Totally.
0: All of season four. I mean, that, and it was, like, a good Thanksgiving yeah. feeling episode. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so you want to move on to Parks and Rec?
1: Yes, big switch. Big switch, guys. Parks and Rec.
0: So this is Harvest Festival, which was in Season 3, Episode 7. And now, you know, Parks and Rec is now on Peacock, which is very annoying. Um, So Leslie deals with the last-minute problems with the Wamapoke tribal leader who threatens to put a curse on the Harvest Festival. April is upset with Andy, and Anne gets romantic advice from an unlikely source.
1: So, what did you think about this episode? So, I put
0: if you like Parks and Rec, you'll like this episode. If you're wanting to watch a Thanksgiving episode, this might be one you skip. Yeah, I agree. It's a good, it's a great Parks and Rec episode, but yes. it's not
1: not Thanksgiving at all.
0: No, it's just fall, like it's a just fall, fall festival. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do enjoy kind of just going into the episode. The I love anytime they talk about little Sebastian and Ben doesn't get it, yes, because it's like I don't get it either. It's just a small oh, horse, he's so cute. But like, what's like Ron like fawning over him, yeah,
1: that was amazing,
0: was great. Um, I run, I love the runner of the entire series of just like no one liking healthy food, yes, and that came on when they're like, the No one's gonna girl. eat your stupid salad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then I do love like Purd and Joan, so I was glad that it was a heavy Joan Calamaza, yes, and I think she's so funny, yeah, I agree. Um. What did, what else did you have to say about the episode? What did you feel? Do you feel, like, the same way about... It
1: felt, um, it felt really long to me. I enjoyed Parks and Rec the first time around. I think. Even though, (laughs) like, because, like, I love Ron, and I, like, I remember liking it, but I also remember, it's like the things I didn't like seemed bigger, Mm -hmm. in, in hindsight. Like, I never really cared for Aziz Ansari's character, and i he was always just so rude and obnoxious exactly like in, in this episode where he tries to blame jerry and i was like what the fuck like in his like shameless like brand promoting things which like i told like i like i get it but like just when i'm whenever i think back on should i watch another episode of that show i'm like ugh, that and the fact that they always make fun of jerry and that just seems so mean and
0: it was too like I the first time I watched it it didn't bother like, me. Like it's as much. funny
1: the first time.
0: But the it I've rewatched the show, um, uh, not all the way through, but I mm-hmm. rewatched like the first five or so seasons. And I'll say like the Jerry stuff just gets old. Right. Like it's just like
1: Like how come the writers kept thinking that was funny.
0: Yeah, and I yeah, so I didn't enjoy that aspect of it. Yeah. Um,
1: um but I did I I did actually like in this episode that Ron like told to shut DeShop- like, all the bullshit. Yeah, he was like you clearly were at fault, like, it definitely, like, wasn't Jerry's fault, like, yeah, you need to own up to it, and April, wait, is it April? April
0: April and Andy. April
1: and Andy? Yes.
0: Their I love you.
1: I, I don't remember having a problem with them when I was watching it the first time, but yeah, their whole I love you and him, like, being so, 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 so childish, to me, I was just like, I roll, like. Yeah. Seriously?
0: It was a good episode if you like Brooks and Rec (laughs) again, but, like, if you want a Thanksgiving moment.
1: I did love the, um, I didn't write down Wanapo, is that the tribe? Yeah. I love the Wanapo leader, he was the standout like this fucking episode.
0: I know white people are scared of two, like, love two things,
1: or, Or, no. I know two things about white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: They love Rachel Ray, Uh and they're
1: scared of curses. (laughs) And, And I was like. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was amazing.
0: I did write down just two random quotes. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I picked these two. Because I had to get, and Sophie did too, we had to get Peacock for this. So, like, I had to watch it with commercials. And I was just kind of irritated with, like, having to set up a new streaming service for this. Um, But I did laugh. Tom and Ben's friendship is kind of underrated. So, I did laugh when Tom said, you're like a nerd mixed with a dork. Because Ben was like, okay. Like, that's not even whatever.
1: Yeah, because he was making, like, a Star Wars reference or something.
0: Yeah, and then the second one is, I love Joan Calamazzo, but when she was, like, interviewing Leslie, and she was like, how much of a disaster will this be on a scale of 9 to 10? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that was, that was a great one.
1: That was
0: amazing. Um, so do you have any other final Parks and Rec thoughts? So maybe skip that one if you are looking. Mm -hmm. Um, the next episode is Grey's Anatomy, Thanks for the Memories, Season 2, Episode 9, which can be found on Netflix. Izzy plans a big Thanksgiving dinner at Meredith's, but it remains to be seen how many guests will actually show up. In the meantime, Meredith treats a patient who's been in a vegetative state for 16 years. So, Soph, did you watch Grey's, and was it worth watching this episode for your Thanksgiving recommendation?
1: I watched Grey's, absolutely. I... I can't remember what season I, like, when it was live, mm-hmm. when I started, because I definitely had to backwatch, but I don't think I had to backwatch that much. Like, I think I started watching, like, season four. You and I, I actually
0: vividly remember this, because we took the mega bus to Houston, and we were watching, like, season seven. Like, you and I both had stopped watching, like, in season five, mm-hmm. and then we, you and I had to watch, like, five, six, and seven to watch eight
1: uh, live, or something kind okay. of that makes weird sense. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that um,
0: makes sense. Because I still watch it. Like, I've only missed one. I just haven't watched this week's episode. Right, right, right.
1: You're totally keep, keep up, keeping up with it. I um, studied abroad in 2015, in the spring of 2015, and... But watched the... So that was season 12. And I yeah. watched the first half. Like was still keeping up with it week to week. And then it was... I couldn't get it in Argentina, and so I was like, I'll just watch it all when I get back. Like, fully intending to continue watching the show, right? Mm-hmm. But that was the... that was the season that Derek died. So, which, sorry, spoiler, like, you've got to know this. Yeah, I know. I
0: mean, we've posted on the Instagram twice that he's come back from the dead. Right, right, right. This season, so, so, yeah, um, you're fine. Yeah,
1: so, and for some reason, that just, like, took all the wind out of my sails for the show, and was like, I just don't know if I can keep watching it, and then now it feels like I have so much to catch up on, it's been so long, but I did love this episode. Mm -hmm. Um I, even though Katherine Heigl, not one of my faves, but whatever. It was still, like, so, a lot of nostalgia for this episode. A lot of, like, oh, my God, I loved this. Okay, I also, Christina's my favorite character. I watched it through when she left. So, that was kind of, like, another reason when Derek died, too, I was like, okay.
0: You're like, like, yeah, my two.
1: What do I have left? Meredith? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I really loved this episode. I thought it was surprisingly funny.
0: Yes. It was a very, <laughs> it was a very good Thanksgiving. Yes. Like, like super they ex- Thanksgiving heavy. I think they expected you to watch it with your family. Like that's yeah. how it felt. Like yeah. all of the dynamics really hit mm-hmm. kind of what it feels like to be home watching TV with your family. Yes.
1: And it was like a full like morning to night day, day of Thanksgiving, which was so awesome. And I love the, cause there was really three plots going on, right? Like, mm-hmm. eh, Or if you want to count Addison's thing. So it was like the house, like everyone was at the house or they were at the hospital or George was hunting, right? So that was like the three like main pods that were going on and they managed to like rope the right amount of characters into the right silos and then also like move them around. The doctors escaping to go to the hospital because they're all workaholics. The whole thing, it was just really clever and it was funny and I just really enjoyed this episode.
0: I completely agree. The Burke and Izzy dynamic really got me. Mm-hmm. I, it was very enjoyable. Them kind of like treating cooking like surgery.
1: <laughs> yes, that which was is funny. funny Such because a good fit. they're like.
0: in like a huge public feud right now. Really? Like Isaiah Washington and Catherine Heigl are because of something oh, that God. happened in 2006. Love it. So I mean, we're not going to cover <laughs> that. But it was like funny watching them and being like, they probably had the least interaction mm-hmm. on the show because she never really wanted to do cardio. Like, she was never really. in his specialty or anything and then that was great I love the early season Meredith and Derek will they won't they like because like later on obviously they're married and everything's great but at the beginning like especially when Addison's there like all of their scenes hold so much more weight and you get really invested (laughs) in like just truly like conversation like there's always subtext
1: yes like in this episode when
0: they said goodbye I was like oh they're saying like goodbye
1: Mm-hmm. Like, he's
0: going to go try to make things work with Addison for real.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. this is after the pick-me-choose-me-love-me yes, debacle. And she's going to go and try to meet someone else. It was a very good case without being too emotional or too, like, gory or too... Totally, yeah. Like, if you don't like gore, this episode's for you. Like, if the case was, like, kind of sad but not crying sad. Mm-hmm. And then I was I did write a note. A good rule of thumb when watching Grey's. If you like a character, they will die. Very good. I love George's dad. Then he died.
1: When did the dad die?
0: George's dad dies in like season four, season three or four, because of, I don't remember exactly, I think, I don't remember exactly how he dies, but Christina like introduces him to the dad, the dead dad's club, the club nobody wants to be in or whatever. And it's a sweet dynamic for them. But I was just thinking Mm. like, man, I love Mr. O'Malley and he dies.
1: Yeah, I remember
0: that now. Um, and then I did note, like, I think one of the things I noticed upon rewatch is Burke wasn't the villain in his relationship with Christina. Mm-hmm. She never tried to get to know him. Mm-hmm. And they started planting that seed in season two. So when he runs out at her in season three finale, it's it's been a long time coming. Oh, for sure. And then I did have just two highlight quotes. Meredith calling herself a miserable, diseased, dirty ex-mistress <laughs> to Alex.
1: <laughs> that was awesome.
0: Um, so if you keep, as you know, through season seven, 16... Meredith and Alex become the only two of the original interns, and their friendship is one of the reasons I stuck around so long when the seasons were rough. So, seeing them early interact when it wasn't really about their friendship at all is always fun. Yeah. And then when (laughs) Bailey's leaving the hospital and... Yells at Richard and she says, and he's like, that's why everybody calls you, this kind of treatment is why they call you the Nazi. And the Mercy West's doctor's Mm -hmm, face. I mm -hmm. loved the beginning when everybody underestimated Bailey. Yeah. Because, like, now it's earned and she's the chief of the hospital and and everybody respects her. But at the beginning when she, like, really did go.
1: And was running the show. Was
0: running everything. And, like, had so much talent and promise. Yeah. Uh, But nobody took her seriously because she was, you know.
1: Yeah. No, that was amazing. And, of course, like. That the substitute, like, chief or whoever it was, yeah, yeah, was, the- like, where is he? Yeah, yeah. And so she was, and like, she was okay. like
0: <laughs> <laughs> We'll go off of this then. And they
1: like, abused it all day. It was brilliant. Like, she knew how to work that, yeah. for
0: sure. And just, like, a random grace fact that I learned recently on an Ellen Pompeo interview. So they, because at the end of this episode, uh, Bailey says that she's pregnant. Yeah, which you know, then is the famous George helping her give birth and yes. saying like, "Don't look at my vajayjay." <laughs> That's because network television wouldn't let them save vagina, so she was like, "Fine, we'll save a Oh my god! But of course, they were like allowed to say penis like seventeen times in
1: an episode in season one. Classic. Yeah. Um, gotta love it. Um, but okay, I also had some quotes. Wait, were oh yeah, both yeah. Years? No, no, yeah, go. Um, I when. Uh, in the, the very beginning when George is getting hauled out of his apartment, by or out of the house by his family, and Katherine Heigl is shouting after him, who's gonna help me? And George says, who's gonna help me? <laughs> <laughs> and then also, George calling Christina to, like, pick him up, like, Mom, picked me up from this sleepover. I don't like it. Um, what he said exactly <laughs> was also hilarious. Um, where is it? Okay. He's like, I'm in the woods with shotguns and liquor and car talk. It's like deliverance out here.
0: <laughs> that was a funny interaction because then she's like, why don't y'all have liquor? You're waspy. And he's yes. like, that's why we don't have liquor. Like, they drank right, it. Right, right,
1: right, right. Meredith a wasp, isn't she? And then also related to the liquor was when Joe, the bartender, walks in, and he's like, this is my boyfriend, and this is presumably all of us not being aware that Joe is gay yeah. and or has boyfriend. Yeah. And he's like, this is my boyfriend, and Christina's like, yeah, whatever, great, where's the booze? <laughs> and he says, I brought a pie, and Christina says, but you're a bartender, and he says, did you bring a scalpel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, great. It was a great, it was a very funny oh, episode, and, no. like, I think that there is, for a certain, I mean, I don't want to, like, generalize about generational things, but, like, There's a certain group of people, like, between ages, like, 25 to 35 that I think Grey's just immediately, it's, like, comfort food. Like, some people who, like, older or younger, I think, find the show to be really high energy, like, really, like, anxiety inducing. But if you've seen it before, like, there's something about Grey's Anatomy that just makes you feel, like, 15 again and, like. Right.
1: Because you know, like, how the episodes are going to go. Uh-huh. Like, Like, the
0: the high stakes mm -hmm. of them kind of wear off, especially early seasons are just so brilliant. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I've seen that episode a lot because I'll just, like, start at the season one finale and then, like, watch till season three. Like, season two is the best season of television of
1: all time. It's really good. I agree.
0: Um, okay, so moving into our next show, um, we're going to cover Friends, the Mm -hmm. one with all the Thanksgivings, season five, episode eight, and this can be found on HBO Max. Yep. As the gang digests Monica's huge Thanksgiving meal, everyone reminisces about their worst Thanksgiving ever. So, the joke to end all jokes. Have you ever watched
1: Friends? (laughs) Yes. Like, everyone else with eyes, I've seen Friends. And I, unpopular opinion, I love Friends. Like, it's just so, like, comfort food, background, like, whatever. It doesn't require a lot of attention. It was whatever. It's, you know, I I don't want to get into it about, like, loving Friends or not. Because that's a debate that could literally last hours.
0: All I'm gonna say is. <laughs> You've it, you're fighting one sided. All I'm gonna say <laughs> is.
1: But like to the listeners in their cars that are like yelling at me. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah. Friends is garbage. Okay. You can make that. I don't really care. But let's just all remember that if you don't like Friends in 2020, that's fine. It wasn't written for 20, a 2020 audience. Like, yeah. it's totally fine to have liked it in high school and not like it anymore. Like, Whatever. And the show has a lot of issues. That's all I'm going to say about it. But I still like Friends. So I like this episode. I love it when they do flashbacks. All the 80s stuff I always find very hilarious. I love an origin story. And every time they flash back to their parents' house and there's like a Ross Rachel Monica moment, it feels a little origin story-y and um, just the nose job and just all of it. I enjoyed, and it was, you know, super Thanksgiving heavy episode. That's why I like the actual day of Thanksgiving, and, uh, yeah, that's all I got.
0: Yeah, so I agree with you in terms of the Friends episodes are always heavy Thanksgiving. I feel like they do want a season. Mm-hmm. So this is just the one from season five. I personally really like season five. Um, I think I've just seen it so many times that I was texting totally. somebody, I got distracted watching this episode. Oh, it course. took me, like,
1: 45 minutes to
0: watch okay, 20 minutes. I see, I'm
1: confused why you even paused it. Like, if you get distracted, well, I would I was just, just like, let it keep going. Taking playing. notes. Um, uh, okay. Well, you were, you were being a good um, podcaster. Then. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so, my... I would recommend this one. I mean, I would recommend probably any Friends Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, if they, you like, they are all pretty strong. If you like Friends or your family likes Friends or you just want to, like, kind of get in the holiday spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Head in the Turkey is somehow still funny, even <laughs> though we've seen it, like, since
1: 1998.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um... I really enjoy people trying to outbat each other. Like, I think mm-hmm. that trope is funny.
1: Yes.
0: Um, crazy to think that Monica and Chandler are dating in secret still. Like, they're yes. nobody knows about their relationship for another, like, six episodes. That's crazy. So, and I know you just kind of went on a rant about this. I'm not a huge fan of the fat Monica jokes only because they're not, not funny. funny. Yes. Not even because they're, a f- like, I understand it was written in the 90s. It was a different time. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to critique their...
1: Right, but the like jokes—the jo- yeah, jokes jokes, just aren't yeah, funny. They don't land for me.
0: Um, I love Ross being in love with Rachel in high school. I think it's so funny.
1: It is so funny. How and, like her was so just unaware. doesn't know, Didn't, doesn't know, doesn't care. Like,
0: and the Ra- Rachel and Monica sex conversation made me laugh really hard. <laughs> yes. About like the flower and
1: again with the deflowering twice yeah. in this episode. Twice.
0: Who would have thought you would have turned into a Thanksgiving episode and heard about deflowering? deflowering
1: on, I'm gonna, no, but like, It's an
0: NBC thing, I, I
1: guess. I forgot that the episode, it was from this episode where Rachel says to Monica, if you keep calling it that, nobody's going to do it to you. I think about that, not all the time, but like more often than a lot of <laughs> other like friends quotes, like whenever it comes up, I'm like, lol, it's so, so true. Um, And then I didn't
0: realize that the first I love you from Chandler came in this episode. I I thought it came in the one where everybody finds out Mm -hmm. whenever he's like, I'm in love with Monica. And she like comes out and everybody's like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. Um, Did you take any quotes down? I only have three. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just think it's the more turkey Mr. Chandler from the pool (laughs) boy is so great. Um, This was like a random throwaway, but it made me like legit laugh out loud when uh, Judy, when Ross and Chandler get there. For the second Thanksgiving when yes. Monica's skinny. And she's like, Monica, Ross, Rachel, and the boy who hates, th- hates Thanksgiving <laughs> yes. is here. And then the Sir Limps a lot because he lost his yes. toe was just a funny little throwaway. Yes, so that was funny. Um, okay. So bopping right on into our next one. I mm-hmm. hope y'all are enjoying this, this style of of recapping.
1: Highlights, yeah. Yeah,
0: just the highlights of one episode. So we're going to go into Gilmore Girls, a deep fried Korean Thanksgiving. Season three, episode nine, all of Gilmore Girls is on Netflix and probably will be till the end of time. Um, I thought their description that was provided was kind of weird, but whatever. Lorelai is shocked to learn that Rory has applied to Yale and they have a memorable Thanksgiving when they end up forcing down four celebratory meals, including a formal dinner party with Richard and Emily. I thought it was very weird that they like highlighted the Yale part since it was literally one conversation.
1: Yeah. That was uh, a lot
0: of, like, pre-that episode stuff, which, the Yale l- bubble yeah. up.
1: and I watched the episode before because it's been so long since I watched it in Go More Girls. That...
0: So, yeah, this was my favorite show for the longest time, right. so I've definitely seen it. You've seen it because, yep. one, it's a pop culture staple, and... Yeah,
1: I've seen Go More Girls.
0: In case you're new to this podcast, we've been friends for 25 <laughs> and a half years, so it'd be kind of hard for her to get away with not seeing it. Um, um,
1: yeah, I'd seen it, and I saw the... Year in a Life? Yes.
0: Would you say that this episode is worth rewatching for a Thanksgiving episode?
1: Oh, for sure. I think it's, like, honestly, like, a super representative... Like, you could have not seen the show and Uh watched this episode because it it doesn't... Like, there's not too much insider knowledge necessary. They really kind of explain everything. And because they do good for Thanksgiving, you sort of just get, like, a little burst into each little group. And, yeah, it's, again, like, super festive and very Thanksgiving-y.
0: I thought this was, like, a perfect Thanksgiving episode. Like, Mm -hmm. it didn't spend too long in any place. And we got... The part of Thanksgiving that's good into something that you and I have talked about multiple times that we love, which is, like, dinner scenes. Yes. Like, we got four separate Mm -hmm. dinners that had different vibes. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I thought it was, like, a perfect thing. And I'm not a fan of Jess and Rory's relationship. Come at me at the Instagram (laughs) if you want. I have, like, a memorized TED Talk on why they're a bad couple. (laughs) But season three dynamics overall I think are the strongest for the show. Like, the Luke, Jess, yeah. Laura like, everybody's right, kind right. of figured out their place in season three, and, like, Rory has friends at Chilton, so, like, this episode was really good because the conflict was just her parents, which is, yeah. like, a through line throughout the entire series. Yeah. So did you, what did you like about it? Did you write any quotes down? What are your, um, what are your
1: thoughts? No, I, I didn't write any quotes down. um I did just, like, I did like that we got to see everybody, um in the town and you know the town is also like quaint and you know festively dressed and we got the Rory drama with Dean and the grocery store and then just at the end and, Mm -hmm. uh, and all of it I I think in general I find which I again I'd watched the episode right before it where they go to Yale so it was a I'm a little bit remembering of like the combination of those which like isn't totally fair but I I did always even when we were watching it in the first time I find Lorelai's um, anger at her parents to be really frustrating mm-hmm. because it just seems really childish and she never seems to really grow out of it, which, like, she never seems to see the their side ever, like, not one time. Yeah. And it's, like, super frustrating. And these two episodes in the scenes with Emily and Richard were super, like, Lorelai was fucking angry the whole time, mm-hmm. and trying to, like, sabotage Rory, basically, because all just at the, like, totally blinders on version of Lorelai, what she thinks, she thinks she's doing the right thing, mm-hmm. but, like, it just, anyway, so that was kind of frustrating, and it, it mainly happened in an episode before where they go to yell, but... That is why they have the blow up at the dinner is this whole thing comes out about the Yale and she's applied and yada, yada, yada. And I was just like,
0: I don't mind necessarily when they fight. I just think when Lorelai's so one-sided, it's frustrating. Right. Like, when it's equal, like, the fighting, like, both Mm -hmm. of them are being assholes. It's like, it's more tolerable. Mm -hmm. But also, like, Rory couldn't just apply to Harvard nobody just applies to one ivy that's the thing even if you're a genius i think you apply to
1: two or three right like the other person who was there was like yeah so you've applied to all these other things yeah like yeah
0: (laughs) yeah so shockingly to no one i wrote a lot of quotes down so um lorelei comparing her mom to stalin at the first at the beginning of the episode (laughs) i was like man i miss them (laughs) um lorelei asking where they can sit like when luke she shows up at luke and She's like sit anywhere, and looks like yeah, and she goes over the table and is like, excuse me, can you <laughs> yeah, move? Yeah, and he's yeah, like, no, you have to sit at an empty was, table. Yeah, um, <laughs> the calling out that they've been training for fourth Thanksgiving dinners was mm-hmm. so smart because all of the criticism for the show is like, how do they eat so much and stay thin? Mm-hmm. So like that was a little throwaway. Um, I just said Jess is such a dick when he doesn't understand that Rory doesn't want to make out in front of Josie's when uh, her and Dean broke up like two days ago. I know, I know. I, know. Um, I might be insane, but I feel like Lorelai and Dean have chemistry. I know, oh, yeah. Um, all caps. I just wrote Davis in this episode. I love Dave Bregowski. Uh, Suki's Thanksgiving meltdown was highly funny and relatable.
1: Is Dave Seth Cohen? Yeah. Dave I was so pleasantly surprised to see him. I forgot he was. He's um, like in
0: the-, the perfect man on the show. He's only in like six episodes. He's mm-hmm. not in it a lot. He's only in yeah. season three, and like then he in the show moves to California, but in real life, gets the job on the O.C. <laughs> um, but he was such a good fit for Lane, and then they made her end up with terrible Zach. But, okay. So I have a few quotes, and then we'll move on to our next show. Um, when Suki goes, am I crying or laughing? And Lorelai's <laughs> laughing, and she says, oh, good. Oh, good.
1: Yeah. And then
0: Dean trying to fight Jess, I guess, at the end of the episode and saying, I'm not, I'm going to run oh, from him, the me. glad man.
1: <laughs> this is my
0: town. I was like, what the fuck? Um, so that was a little much I love the vet and Maury and their little thing to Kirk where they're like I love cats and I love Kirk too it's about 50-50 <laughs> <laughs> yeah um Miss Kim and any Gilmore interaction is so great whenever she tries to give them the chocolate turkey and She's she like, says what, what is this, this for and she says for the kids and she goes and then do I send them a blank check for their dentist <laughs> and then K- right. Kirk getting a cat named Kirk and then Rory saying he's always been a cat person he's just never had a cat
1: <laughs> um
0: and then the cat trying to kill him and like
1: sleeping oh my in god gazebo yes. um which so i believe because i don't like cats
0: don't like cats at all 10 out of 10 would recommend if you're looking for a mm-hmm. thanksgiving yes. episode to watch to get you in the mood um gilmore yeah. gilmore all the way so moving right along yep. we're gonna go into how i met your mother slapsgiving season three episode nine which you can watch on hulu um, it's Lillian Marshall's first Thanksgiving as a married couple and the gang are planning to spend the holiday with them. Meanwhile, Robin and Ted sleep together after arguing and then realize they don't have anything to say to each other. So, did you watch How I Met Your Mother?
1: So, I've seen a lot of episodes of How I Met Your Mother, although I don't think I've ever sat down and watched them chronologically. hmm So, I've also missed a lot of episodes. Um, it just seemed to be on a lot in college. I don't know, but, um, <clears throat> I had seen this episode before. I was familiar with the slot bet and everything. I, uh, kind of neutral about How I Met Your Mother just as a show. hmm So, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really like this episode.
0: Okay. So, I love Highmate Met Your Mother. I know that's not everybody's favorite, but there's something about it that I do really enjoy. Sure. And I- Kind of like what I said about Parks and Rec, like, this episode takes place during everything. Every scene has a Thanksgiving tone to it. So, if you like How I Met Your Mother, I would recommend rewatching this episode. But if you don't like How I Met Your Mother, this episode isn't going to change your mind. No. Like, it it exacerbates everyone's character. (laughs) So, um, it's a good episode. Like, I enjoyed it, but I, like, love these people. I also think the Slaps, the You Just Got Slapped song
1: is so funny. That and was like, the one funny part that I, I was like,
0: <laughs> trying to fall asleep last night and like couldn't get it. I was like stuck in my head. Like <laughs> Barney like whining while like harmonizing with him. Uh, so did you take any quotes or notes about this episode? Nope. Okay. I took a few. Um I like the Ted and Robin like awkward breakup moments about not being alone because it's like that's true with couples. <laughs> right, yeah. Like um and then I did, like, the, just the slaps giving of it all, and, like, the countdown clock, and Barney trying to pretend like he's not scared while being terrified. Um, I could pretty much have written down all of Marshall's dialogue, like, everything he said I thought was funny. Um, I have talked about this a lot with, like, friends, I'm sure, Sophie, you have, we've talked about it, and then you've talked about it with others, but, like, Robin inviting Bob. To Thanksgiving and Lily saying like, "Oh great, the four people I love the most in the entire world and Bob." Like it's yes. so true. Like there's yes. always some random like X in a picture where you're like, "Cool, I have to yes. burn this." I guess. Great. Like,
1: can we cut them out? Why are they in the middle? <laughs> like, um,
0: I love how much Barney hates Canada. Um, the thing that I wrote down that was the most shocking to me is that Robin's supposed to be twenty seven. Right, <laughs> right. Like all caps. I was just like, "What the fuck." Uh, um. But, yeah, that's it, really. The, the Slapsgiving, like, honestly, skip the episode and just go to YouTube and watch the Slapsgiving yes. song. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like,
0: that'll give you the the holiday feels. hmm I do love any time, though, Barney pushes too far and, like, Lily was like, okay, fine, you can slap him. Like, yeah. like he thought he'd gotten away with it. <laughs> um, But, yeah, that's really it for How I Met Your Mother. If you like it, you'll like this episode. If you're, like, neutral on it, it's not worth going back. I was shocked it was on the list of best Thanksgiving episodes. Yeah,
1: the list that we're going off of is from, from Cosmo, so you can check it out. <laughs> it has much more on there.
0: Yeah, you know, just a reputable news. <laughs> and
1: reputable TV, TV news. news yeah, Cosmo. Site. Oh,
0: um, I will say the next one I do agree should be on the list. Um, this Is Us, Pilgrim Rick, Season 1, Episode 8 on Hulu. Now, if you somehow managed to live under a rock these past four years and don't know anything about This Is Us, I would skip through this part, but... Because it seems to be impossible. We're going to spoil some stuff. Mm-hmm. So, an unforeseen detour interrupts Jack, Rebecca, and the kids' trip to their traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Kate makes a life-altering decision. Olivia accompanies Kevin to Randall's house. And Randall learns a heartbreaking secret. So, do you watch This Is Us?
1: I stopped watching it. I think I watched all season one. Although, I'm not even sure if I got all the way through season one. Um... I think I did. I think I watched all of one, and then I started watching two, and then it just seemed like such a bummer. I never wanted to turn it on <laughs> after my, like, stressed out, like, day at work or whatever. It was just so heavy, and it just felt like I already have so much, like, I need a little more of escape TV and less, like, maybe we're going to cry tonight TV. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I stopped watching it, but I did watch, I think, all of season one. So, I did see this first time around.
0: Do you recommend that this is something that people add to their Thanksgiving vibe watch party
1: um yes i i think so it's super thanksgivingy it's really sweet there is definitely more like heavy drama than in probably the other episodes that we've covered yeah um just because it is like a family and there is some sad stuff kind of sprinkled throughout with everybody like every character except for maybe the daughters like yeah have kind of a sad thing happen to them um in this episode, which kind of like <laughs> oh all the episodes that, um, or at least in the first season, I hear it got better. But, um, yeah, what do you think? So I put that.
0: I think it is like a good one, but it's it's a hard one to judge just because there's so much plot happening. Yes. Like, if, so if you couldn't really like, I jumped in and rewatched it and was just kind of noticing like, um, last season Rebecca got diagnosed with dementia. And I noticed that she had like forgotten something on the hike. So like, it is kind of cool. Like. I'm trying to think like of how I met your mother or pretty little liars or an elite type of show where you can kinda of go back and realize they yeah. were really setting the groundwork early. Uh-huh. Um and like it did not make me I cried once in it in the episode. So like I would recommend it, but it's just like a heavier Yeah. it's a heavier episode with that's like an extremely important episode for the plot of the show. It was not a yes. filler. No. It was,
1: it not, was a not a filler, it was not far <laughs> away, it was not just here for Thanksgiving. It was, it was very like heavy. It was, a
0: huge reveal. Yes. Happened in this episode. So, what, um, did you write any notes other than that?
1: No, that was it. Um, yeah, I just wrote that it was hard to remember, like, how much we would have already known. Yeah. Because I felt like I was remembering a lot of things, but I was like, do we know, like, how much do we know? Whatever. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, of course, took so many notes.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so I really enjoy this age group of the kids when they're in Jack and Rebecca in the past, like, the 70s era, or,
1: like, early 80s. Yeah, those are what, love an origin story. I yeah, also. yeah,
0: so I really like those, and you're still, in, like, season one, you're still learning so much about, like, Re- William's relationship with Rebecca, and that it existed, and so it's really, like, laying the groundwork for that. Um, I love how much Randall loves family traditions. hmm Sterling K. Brown kind of got to, like, the Anne Hathaway level of, like, and J-Law level of coverage and press Uh and he was just in everything so it was nice to go back and see like early randall before he annoyed me because like one season was like all about randall and i was like okay um the one quote i wrote down was whenever jack was like just listen to graceland and little kevin was like we've listened to it five times dad we get it we can call him out (laughs) which i thought was funny um these kids still idolized jack pearson um like, he was the best, but, like, no dad is that quick on his feet to, like, get everybody doing it. And the fact that they still, like, 30 years later, like, eat those mm-hmm. shitty hot dogs and mm-hmm. go on that trip, free... Like, it's just crazy to think that tradition The has... hike?
1: Okay. I guess. But the the hot dogs, yeah, no.
0: Um, and then I said it's weird watching an episode of a show that is currently on the air with the same characters. He's like, Grays, it wasn't hard to, like, pretend like it was a different show because only three of the all characters are still on it. So, like, I was able to de- whatever, but, like, watching them be so mean to Miguel felt foreign, because they've, like, kind of gotten over yes. that. Um, and then I have no memory of this Olivia girl. Like, I didn't know who she was. I, I don't remember. remember. I don't even remember why she left. But I did cry with William. William is the best. I loved his way of talking about dying, and how you try to hold on to, like, the memories and, like, the moments. Yes.
1: Because like, as you get older. whole thing was so sweet. Like, you know?
0: anytime Liam talks, I just, like, stop and listen. I
1: know. He was the best character. So,
0: and I think he'll be... And I just miss him and like his death episode. Like, oh, right.
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> like
0: I was I watched it at work at my lunch break and I was like no. fully dry
1: heaping. What? Yeah. You're crazy. That was so It was so much. It was
0: so much. But I think if you I think if you really like this as Us or have never seen it before, it would be a good binge to watch over the holidays. And this episode is good, but it is just like a heavy plot episode. So if you don't remember um What's going on? And it's, it was kind of hard to like stop watching it because it like yeah. ended on a cliffhanger. Um, I also hated season one Kate because her storyline was just so much about weight. Yes. And this episode was one of those where I was like, we get it, Kate, like, because she's moved on from that, you know, like she's, mm. I mean, she still deals with it, but not to this level. Sure.
1: It's not, like the forefront of her plot.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So now we're going to talk about a show, the probably the oldest show on our list. Um, The West Wing. I'm going to say this word wrong, and Judd Bartlett's going to know mm-hmm. I'm not a good Catholic. Shibboleth?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, season 2, episode 8, and obviously, The West Wing can be found on Netflix. Uh, President Bartlett and his staff argue over granting asylum to a boatload of Chinese evangelist Christians. Evangelical Christians. So, Soph, did you
1: watch the Okay, West Wing? so I have a longer summary. Oh, do you read Can the, longer, I read the summary? longer summary? Yeah, because these episodes. Okay, I love the West Wing. Like, I think it's one of my like favorite shows of all time. Um, Maddie, remind me how far you got.
0: Uh, season three, episode like four. Okay, watching so this episode did make me want to like jump back in.
1: Yeah, it it is like it is a marathon, not a sprint. Like, there's a lot of episodes. The episodes are long. They're also like super dense. Yeah, which and there's, I mean. uh... This show is the start of the walk and talk, right? Yeah. Like, they invented Aaron it. Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin invented the walk and talk, which is, like, a character is, like, talking to another character in the room, and then they leave the room, and they're walking, basically, at the camera, but the camera is walking, like, they're, the camera's walking with them. Yeah. And so you're, you're getting the transition, the scene isn't ending, and starting in a new room, you're with them the whole way, so it creates more like, higher speed for the show. Yeah. Um, basically. Um, but, okay, so this is the... The longer The long description. And it's romantical, so. As Thanksgiving nears, <laughs> President Bartlett and his own hot potato issue when... Or, has his own hot potato issue when a boatload of persecuted Chinese evangelical Christians arrived in California seeking asylum while a perplexed CJ must choose between two turkeys for the presidential pardon ceremony with the other designated for the chopping block. While Bartlett's staff argues over sending back the illegal immigrants, Toby wants the president to appoint Leo's controversial sister, Dr. Josephine McGeary, for a minor education post, fully aware that her opposition to school prayer will cause the controversial subject to emerge again. Elsewhere, Toby Josh... And Sam make plans to watch football while Charlie is dispatched by Bartlett to find the precise cutting instrument for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, that is a very
0: detailed <laughs> description of what so happened. It was a, that was
1: there's a, a lot going on um, in this episode, but what I liked about it is that it was super Thanksgivingy, and it all it, and I love when it had two. Weirdly, ended up being a little. Um, religious-y thoughts, mm-hmm. which is not normal for the show, um, but with the Chinese evangelicals and the education post that they were trying to fill. Mm-hmm. So, it ends up being, she's. I mean, like I said, school prayer. So, both of those are a little more heavy, and so it was really fun to have all of the actual Thanksgivings of be super light, and CJ having to deal who doesn't love Thanksgiving and missed it last year, mm-hmm. um, had to, having, having to deal with all of the press secretary Thanksgiving duties and the singing children and the turkeys and just, like, all of it was fun. I thought it was, like, a more fun Thanksgiving
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, moment for her and all of them. And um, But, of course, the show always has like, the sweetest moments, like with Charlie and the knife crying yeah <laughs> I cried when,
0: when Bartlett gave him the knife yeah like
1: the knife that was like made by what Paul Revere or yep. something like that and he's like it was a very like fatherly moment it was so sweet and also the actual like climax of the episode where they do the shibboleth part and the guy comes in and him and President Bartlett have this whole like high level discussion about religion and it was just so solid.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I recommend that people rewatch this episode, too, because it's, like, in a year where it's been really hard to stay positive about politics, regardless of your political affiliation, it was really nice to watch a show w- where it was just, like, it was reassuring. Like, the government was reassuring. mm mm-hmm. um, Like, anytime he talks, I'm like, can he just be our president? Like, place. can Martin, Martin can someone just, Aaron's work just write, <laughs> like, can we have an actor do this? Like, I don't know, like, I, like, loved him, and, like, the music calms me out, even though I didn't even watch yeah. that much of it, but, the like,
1: music is
0: so calming. um, I think the only thing that I find frustrating about the show, and, like, it's not even the show, it's, like, the country in general, is that they're still fighting about the same stuff. Yeah. Like, this episode could have aired last week. Yep. And, like, we're still <laughs> fighting
1: about all of right, this. like, nothing has been accomplished. Yeah. Or agreed so, upon.
0: Um, that's good. I personally love Josh. I love Donna's relationship with anybody. Yeah, She's such a great foil for every single yeah. person. Like when he was like, I can't pardon turkeys and <laughs> donna was like what you can't like
1: yeah like, or was he, like he was like if you think okay. that i can pardon a turkey then you need to go back to your history class because yeah. i can't and donna was like what, what? yeah <laughs> i really enjoyed that The white house is like wait <laughs> i
0: loved uh cj asking the president to pardon both of the turkeys yeah because she like couldn't imagine one of them dying yeah. and then i really liked the interaction between josh and leo where josh was like don't tell the president that we don't have plans, and Leo was like, "I'm sure during his busy day, he's going <laughs> to worry about y'all." Um, you guys don't
1: give a shit about what you guys do on Thanksgiving. But
0: yeah, I highly recommend rewatching this episode just for the feel good factor of mm-hmm. the West Wing. God,
1: it was so feel good. felt so mm-hmm. good.
0: Yeah. Do you have any? I don't that. I don't have any
1: quotes. Anything?
0: Okay, perfect. I did. Lo- I also laughed really hard when CJ walks into her office and they just put the turkeys there. Yes. <laughs>
1: like, oh, where, the where do turkeys the turkeys go? Oh, they definitely, definitely go, go in CJ's space. office.
0: <laughs> um
1: loved that and in fact just let him out of their cage yeah she's
0: actually gone for the night so <laughs> yeah. let him go um so now i think i think this is a show that only i've seen but it would i would be remiss if we didn't add it to the list or maybe you've seen it this far nope. new girl
1: i don't like <laughs> the additional
0: the thanksgiving I episode
1: never gave this show a chance
0: season one episode six so just for our listeners and i'll talk um, Jess invites Paul, a music teacher from her school that she's always had a crush on to the gang's big Thanksgiving dinner where naturally things go, uh, horribly awry. So I would highly recommend watching this show. It's, um, I think any early Thanksgiving episode is really good because it establishes the dynamics really, like it cements yes. friendship dynamics and whatever. Whereas later in the show, you kind of know what you're going to get um they had a solid cold open with a musical thanksgiving number which was great justin long plays paul the music teacher and he is really he's like the male version of jess which was really funny um (laughs) paul tries to open up the door at the same time as nick which ended up being really funny i don't know you'll have to watch it um they have a fight outside, so Nick and Jess have a fight outside of the door where everybody inside the door can hear, and I love that trope. Yeah. Especially when it's funny, like, she's talking about how she wants to have sex with Paul, and everybody inside's like, Paul, yeah. like, you got this, and he's, like, mortified. Oh, my God. Um, Schmidt being a germaphobe might be weirdly perfect for these COVID times. <laughs> it is fine. Um I forgot that they found a dead body and that the gang didn't care at all, but it, like, scarred Paul. <laughs> um, And then I just had a few... Uh, three quotes or four quotes. Um, Nick says, We're just gonna go, like, for they're talking about Thanksgiving. He says, We're just gonna watch football, drink beer, and then we're gonna go to Best Buy later for Black Friday. And Winston says, Or as I like to call it, Friday, because <laughs> Winston's <laughs> black. Um, the reason that Paul has Thanksgiving dinner with them is because his grandma died, and one of them says, Go be his sexy, go replace, be the girl who replaces his dead Nana. <laughs>
1: um,
0: Schmidt says, Here's another tip. Don't ask a guy out on the first date on the least sexy holiday in America. And Jeff says, what are the most sexy holidays in America? (laughs) And he says, the most sexy holidays are the 4th of July, Independence Day, obviously, Women's History Month, and Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that was a little bit of a new girl thing. If you like the show and you miss things and you're trying to get in the Thanksgiving spirit, highly recommend. And we've made it to our last... Episode that we covered for we'll y'all. Stop
1: on the train, and it feels only train.
0: fitting that it's Brooklyn Nine Nine, the lockdown season two episode seven can be found on Hulu. So the precinct goes into lockdown at Thanksgiving when a mysterious powdered-filled package is delivered to the building. Peralta, who has been left in charge, is confident that he can keep morale high and avoid any chaos. uh My description didn't have it. There's also a very unimportant subplot with Terry and Holt. Ed. Yep. Terry's house, like it did, did not register to me at all. So, what do you? It's funny. Did you watch the show?
1: Oh yeah, of course. We covered it.
0: Yes. If you have not listened to our episode (laughs) of Brooklyn Nine Nine, go listen to it. Go listen to it. We go into detail about all seven seasons.
1: Although we didn't talk about this episode because, guess what? This episode was not important. (laughs) No, I know. This is
0: a fun episode if you like it. Again, they're all good, but it was not Thanksgiving focused at all. No, I don't even know why it was considered a Thanksgiving
1: episode. I mean, technically, I guess it was Thanksgiving.
0: Right, but like barely, they didn't care about it at all. No, but uh, yeah, I don't
1: know. It it was, I guess, nice that like Jake had some character growth.
0: Yeah, I was like, if you want to escape your family, I recommend watching this. But like, maybe just watch all of Brooklyn Nine Nine.
1: Yeah, like just you, to watch. It's the a whole good show, show to just like
0: avoid your family. Yeah, this holiday season, if you need to, or like
1: putting it on, your whole family can watch. Yeah, it. yeah, it's, it's like totally non, fine.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. So, what are your notes about this episode? Did you have any?
1: I mean, the only note, I guess, is it was nice to see Holt being a good sport
0: for mm-hmm. Yeah. Like,
1: he was really there for him, and um, it was, like I said, nice to see Jake have some character growth, but it did seem pretty painful. Yeah. Like, the lead-up to it was brutal. Like, it took him too long to figure out that Amy was right, Um, but... Yeah,
0: it was like the 16-minute mark, and there's only 22 minutes in the
1: episode. Right! Yeah, it was kind of frustrating, and... They kind of dragged it out a little bit too long, but, and it also sort of felt like it, the whole episode was really just, um, Jake and Terry.
0: Yeah, like the right? Gina-Rose like, Gina interactions were funny, but I didn't write any down, and no, I love Gina. right. It also, like, and I understand, like, in, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the high stakes are always low stakes, because yeah. it's a procedural comedy. Yeah. 30-minute episode, but I was, like, they are taking this, like, really lightly, this, like, suspected bomb powder, which obviously ended up being nothing. But, um, my only notes were, I do really like the Jake and Amy before they started dating, Mm because I forgot, it's been so long, really, since I've watched any pre-flirting episodes, or, like, when they were just flirting, but there was no possibility of them dating. Um... Charles asking to be Tinkerbell and then, like, justifying why. I was like, Charles is so fucking weird, but I thought it was funny. Yeah. And then Jake tried to be the cool guy instead of the boss. It's funny, but also very frustrating. Yeah. And my only quote was whenever Jake said, I'm the king of respectfulness, bitches. <laughs> when he accidentally sent Holt an email from his personal
1: mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm, of his work mm-hmm. email.
0: Did you, did you have anything else that I forgot? No, nope, that's it. Okay, so I, we pulled together a list of just some episodes that we didn't cover cause we either only one of us has seen them or whatever, but these are just 10 more episodes. I'm just going to read them off yep, real quick. Yep, yep. Um, that we would recommend you are, uh, or we, if you're looking for shows to watch this holiday season, to get you in the Thanksgiving spirit, number one, the OC, the homecoming season one, episode 11 parenthood, happy Thanksgiving season two, episode 10 heart of Dixie, the pirate in the practice, Season 1, Episode 9, That seventy Show, Thanksgiving, Season 1, Episode 9, Modern Family, Three Turkeys, Season 6, Episode 3, Jane the Virgin, Chapter 28, Season 2, Episode 6, Riverdale, Chapter 64, The Ice Storm, Season 4, Episode 7, uh, Gossip Girl, Blair Wal- Waldorf, most, Must Pie, Season 1, Episode 9, uh, Pretty Little Liars, Taking This One to the Grave, Season 5, Episode 12, In The Mindy Project, Thanksgiving, Season 1, Episode 6. So those are just some more from the list. Um, I think I've seen every single one of these episodes. I obviously would highly recommend since, you know, it's me. The OC episode is very funny and very Thanksgiving-y. And then if you've missed our episode covering Riverdale or Gossip Girl, those are available on Spotify or the Apple Podcasts. I don't know if we talk about either one of these episodes, but um, we've covered them already, so... You can always check them out. Yep. Um, Sophie, do you have a recommendation
1: this week? Oh, I forgot we had to do that on this episode.
0: <laughs> well, I have one that I think um, might be good enough for both of us. Okay. So I was trying to pull a Sophie and think, like, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, what would be a good recommendation for our followers? Okay. And I thought the Instagram handle at handle sibling or dating.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes. I kind of thought Siblings you were going to already dating. say it.
0: Because it, it is, I've gotten every single one wrong.
1: <laughs> I get them wrong a lot.
0: Um, it's an Instagram account where they just, like, ask you whether it's a couple of siblings or a couple. And it is shockingly difficult to decide <laughs> yes. whether a couple is dating or not. So that's, um...
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, I do have... I guess it is Thanksgiving, although let me think. I guess it wouldn't... I think I've... I think I've promoted or, like, shouted out topic Harvest in the past. Yes. But, whatever. I, um... These are, I guess, two, well, this, she's a cook, Instagram cook girl, but it's, her account is called Half Baked Harvest, and she has some cookbooks and stuff, but um, I've literally never made anything from one of her recipes that was bad, mm-hmm. even when I, like, forget ingredients and, like, otherwise mess it up, mm-hmm. Um, including one that I just made this week. I made better than takeout stand noodles, and my dad said it was the best thing he's ever eaten, and... That's pretty high praise. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, gonna once again, since it's Thanksgiving, and if you need a fresh recipe for something, I would suggest heading over to Half Bake Harvest because she has a recipe for everything, and they are so yummy.
0: Well, thanks so much for tuning in. If y'all watch any of these Thanksgiving episodes, feel free to to shoot us a DM, and and we'll talk to y'all about it or comment on the picture. Um, let us know which one was your favorite Thanksgiving special. Yep. Happy holidays, y'all. Yeah. Okay, thanks.
1: Bye. Bye. This podcast is produced by myself, Sophie Orlich, with help from Jake Orlich. No relation. Maddie Line is my favorite co-host, and our lovely theme song is by Chandler Reeves. For news and updates, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SingleBestScene, or check out our website at SingleBestScene.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, and especially if you're one of our actual friends, Make sure you're subscribed to the pod and drop us a five star review. We deserve it. Autoplay next episode.